The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. This is The Chris Salcedo Show. Uh, Mary Ramirez, a longtime contributor to The Chris Salcedo Show, folks, almost since the very beginning. And she provides us with her observations on a weekly basis, uh, her writings and musings at afuturefree.com. And uh, what do you got this week? Well, Chris, I've got some more history this week. We did a little bit of history last week, and I, I delved into it again because I'm just, I can't sit by and, and watch this this selective cherry-picking of our history, this whitewashing of our history, in the context of, again, these monuments. I know we keep talking about these monuments. But now, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I, I just got to be clear. When she said whitewashing, folks, all you liberal extremists out there, when she oh, said geez. whitewashing, she wasn't exactly, you know, saying uh, anything to be, you know, racial in any, any, any way. It's just like, you know, when we talk yeah. about, on the show, we talk about government being a black hole, you know, where, where money gets sucked down. It's meta- Yeah, we got to be careful. I know. That, it's huh? metaphorical and and, and yeah, it, these are metaphors. Paint, we're not exactly paint over. Exa- we're not exactly talking about people's color of their skin when we say whitewashing or when we say black holes. I just got to be abundantly clear for all of you people who <laughs> uh, don't have two brain cells out there. Uh, go ahead, Mary. Well, it's kind of like the, uh, well, yeah. well, as long as we're on this track, it's kind of like the ACLU. Did you hear about that? Where they tweeted out something about this is what, this is the America that we want or something. And it was a toddler or a baby and a onesie that said freedom of speech. And the kid happened to be white and blonde haired, blue eyed, and everybody lost their minds. What? This is what you want, a white America? Oh, my gosh. Well, anyway, yeah, just, I, yeah like, I talked about that in the first hour. People. Thanks for listening. Um, yes. Hey, 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 commute, commute, commute. <laughs> come on, come on. <laughs> so what's going on? Well, so anyway, you know, again, I'm sick and tired of people whitewashing our history and, you know, refusing to actually crack a book. And, and read and understand the context of our nation's history. And I'm speaking particularly about our founders, um, you know, because we've moved beyond just, you know, oh, we got to remove all the Confederate era statues, the Robert E. Lees and the Stonewall Jacksons. Now we got to rename, you know, schools after George Washington and take down monuments to Thomas Jefferson and put up disclaimers at Monticello and so on and so forth. And it's because you know why they own slaves and therefore they are automatically part of the problem. They automatically are the problem. And again, you know, I realize I'm a history major. I studied social studies and history. So this is sort of, I like this. I like to crack these books, but it's important that everybody do that because it's so much more than just, oh, well, they own slaves. So therefore the conversation's done. When you really stop and think about the fact that slavery, which was an institution that had been around for millennia, I mean, really since the, the dawn of mankind, we had been figuring out how to enslave their fellow human beings. They ended slavery from the time from the time that we founded the country until the Emancipation Proclamation in the 1860s was 89 years. We ended a, a millennia-long tradition in just 89 years, thanks in grand part to the foundation that people like, yes, George Washington and Thomas Jefferson, slaveholding men, laid in our country. And 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 it's you know, when we talk about their slaveholding history, it does get sticky because it's hard to have a conversation about men who are quoted as saying that they they believe slavery was an abhorrence and, and something we needed to be concerned about. It's hard to really believe them when they owned slaves. So that's why I'm asking people to, to dig into this and think about things like, you know, the context of the laws of the day. You know, these were guys who just broke from a dictatorial centralized government and had fought, you know, in, in blood, sweat and tears to create the United States and to create a country where states would have autonomy, where people would have freedom and that the federal government would not grow too big. So they were very, very careful about 
you know, ensuring that the federal government did not balloon. So they didn't want to do it from the top down. And then at the state level, every state had their own laws about who could and couldn't free uh, their slaves and under what conditions and so on. So, for example, in the case of Thomas Jefferson and George Washington in particular, they both lived in Virginia. And in Virginia, they had laws of manumission regarding freeing of slaves that required you to petition the government of Virginia. It required you, in some cases, in George Washington's case, to pass your slaves on to your children if they were inherited from your family before you. And so it was much harder than just, okay, snap your fingers and and, and done. It was a matter of the law. They had to work to change the law in order to do it legally. And, you know, and not only that, but you know, well, everything that you're talking about is is of course historical fact. Things that that people that who are out there marching in the streets. I mean, we we just posted a video on Twitter of of one of these Antifa thugs shoving a nail into the face of another Antifa Antifa thug and, yeah. and, and cutting him because he thought he looked like a Nazi. Right, and so th- these people have the brain power of a gnat, and well, and, when you and, got- and 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 they try to put the context of their experience in their own lifetime, and that's how they judge historical historical monuments, and they don't bother to go back and do the the diligence that you have done, like a graphic we put up on the show earlier. Black mm-hmm. people who are who were never slaves are fighting white people who were never Nazis over a Confederate statue erected by Democrats <laughs> because Democrats can't stand their own damn history anymore, and somehow it's all Trump's fault. What a line, right? I mean, really stop and think about it. I feel like we're living in a perpetual onion. I mean, look at what ESPN just did with 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 that comment or the was it the sports announcer? His name was Robert Lee. Oh, we can't have somebody named Robert Lee. We got to remove him, even though he's <laughs> he's an Asian American with zero ties to the Civil War. Or the Confederacy. But it is. It's just lunacy. And we are, you're absolutely right, Chris, when you say that we are looking at this issue through the eyes of today. Yep. And and, and you can't do that. Of course, we all know slavery is an, an abhorrence. But, you know, nobody stops to think about how absolutely monumental it was that the founders were even entertaining the idea that slavery was, oh, gee whiz, kind of contradictory to the whole all men are created equal thing. That was revolutionary. Because the world had never had that thought before. It was just normal. It was what everybody did. It didn't make it right, but it was what everybody did. The fact that they were even entertaining it being wrong yeah. was incredible. But no one gives them that credit. It's funny. They they are responsible for the foundation that, that eventually ended slavery. And yet today, all they are recognized for is being slaveholders, like everyone else. It's true. And you That's know what? They're recognized for. And then there are those who are smart enough to know better and who allow the ignorance to be perpetuated. Why? Because they do so because it's political. And this whole dang thing has, is, is political. And you, you know the Salcedo Show axiom that uh, ideology trumps everything. It trumps exactly religion. Right. It trumps race. So the reason why we're having to endure this is because the Democrats have no message. The Democrats have no way to better America. They know it. And so they're dealing with issues that will not put one, uh, one crumb of bread on anybody's plate, one, one stitch of clothing on anybody's back, account. or one dollar on anybody's account. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason right. why this country has to go through all this upheaval is because liberal extremist Democrats have no flipping ideas. Well, they're Machiavellian to the fullest extent of the term. It's whatever you have to do to achieve your ends. And if that means lying through your teeth about history, even though you know better, then that's what they do. And that's scary. Yeah. Because our kids are growing up today believing these awful lies. And not only 
it's not only that they're not cracking open the books, the books that they're being handed are full of the lies in no. school. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's that, the issue. That is, yeah, you know so. what? The, the, the sanitization of our of our history books. You know, I watched a woman on Fox the other day, and I, I think she was on Martha McCallum's uh, show, and t- she was she. I think she was an elected representative who was just as ignorant as your 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 rank and file Black Lives Matter marcher. <laughs> And and she I was heard that. She, oh she was she was droning on about how uh, yeah we 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 need to we need to put this stuff away because of the real history and she started articulating and for, I I wish I had recorded it she started rattling off stuff that wasn't historically accurate and I'm going man do you actually believe this or are you hoping other is people this, will is this the one who who thought that the uh, the southern states wanted to succeed was that the same one no 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 that, <laughs> is this a different one <laughs> no 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 this was actually a, a a lawmaker the one who was talking about oh, a lawmaker gotcha yeah the one who was talking about the southern states succeeding was Brooke Baldwin the, that clueless oh. nitwit over at CNN yeah she she oh. was the one who <laughs> was talking about the southern states succeeding yes um, well they did want to succeed they just didn't <laughs> <laughs> yeah and there's that oh boy all right so what's the name so, of the piece it is five things to know about our founders and ending the awfulness of slavery and that is up on my blog a and i'll tweet it out after this segment